This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a Joy podcast from LGBTQIA community radio station, Joy 94.9. For more information and tons of other podcasts, head to joy.org.au. Richard Foster is one of Joy's newsreaders and he joins us weekly on a Monday at around this time for the Foster Report. Dun, 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 dun. You're doing a great job. So much happening on... So much happening. Uh, I tell you, I, I don't think anyone really wanted yesterday's non-announcement by Daniel Andrews, but to be fair, he's, he's certainly made up for it today, hasn't he? Yeah. I'm sure he's about to run out and buy himself a new North Face jacket or something. Yeah. Um, you were right, Richard. There was a lot of disappointment yesterday, and that's understandable. But, I mean, he did mm. only say two days, and he was following, uh, waiting for data, which I yeah. kind of like the idea of, to be honest. Yeah, I, I think that did get a lot of support, Warren. But, uh, of course, it drew the predictable responses from business groups. Mm. The, the Australian Industry Group, the Council of Small Business, the Retailers Association, all saying that businesses are suffering and will suffer more from the un- unpredictability of a delayed reopening. I, I don't think there were any surprises in that whatsoever. Some of it did seem to misfire a bit, though. I, I was interested to hear from uh, Paul Zara from the Retailers Association saying that it would take 10 years for retailers to recover from Melbourne's lockdown. Mm. In the same sentence he says that retailers are gearing up for one of the best Christmases they'd seen. (laughs) So trying to, I think, to align the message now is going to be the challenge for for business groups as they try to engineer what they want out of a government that is now really shifting gear. I mean, this is what we'll see now from the state government is going to be very different to what we've seen for the last six months. We're now looking at you know, rebuilding, there'll be a lot of money to be spent. So, you know, you you would think then that um, the lobby groups would have to shift gear as well. Yeah, I was going to say the whole, the state government has been planning this gear change for some time and I think that's why he's been cautiously optimistic about mm. this. When I say him, I mean Daniel Andrews. And uh, everybody's dantrum, notwithstanding, I think he's sort of come out today and just, it hasn't just been methodical and plotted along, but the lib, the um, opposition coming out with random numbers and I'm not sure if anybody's fact-checked them like this is costing us a thousand jobs a week or something I'm like where, where is this data coming from yeah that's a good point it's it, it, you see a government in the situation that it's in now has real opportunities to move voters on from what a crisis that it was and I, I know that there is also the counter-argument that voters do have long memories I don't actually know about that though Voters uh, also have long hair at the moment, and that's... <laughs> <laughs> They're in Melbourne, they yeah, do, that's, yeah. that's for sure. But we, we can look back through, well, early on in the Howard government. I mean, you know, the Howard government was deeply unpopular, was doing some major policy announcements and policy shifts from previous governments. They were regarded as deeply unpopular, but they stayed in power for 11 and a half years. Mm. I mean, you know, it, it's it's about the timing of these things and the, t- and the consequent timing of elections mm. that is going to decide uh, the future of a government. I mean, a, a little snapshot for you. I mean, a, a Nine News Ipsos poll 
um, just a few days ago showed that the majority was was still supportive of the individual lockdown measures as they were broken down. Uh, not one of them failed a majority test. A government, uh, sorry, a Guardian essential poll last week of the state premiers and the PM shows Andrew's approval has suffered enormously, but he's still polling at 54%. Now that's down from where he was in the 60s. He was, he was uh, polling in the 60s along with most other state premiers and the PM. He's, yeah, he's down to 54, but you know, still well ahead of his opposition. The outliers there actually interesting enough with WA Premier Mark McGowan polling an incredible 84% approval. You mm. never hear of that. Mm. The only other one lower than Dan Andrews was the South Australian Premier Stephen Marshall on 52. I haven't heard anything constructive come out of the opposition's mouth, to be honest with you. I haven't heard of a, an alternative proposition on what they would do if they were in this situation. I think that's actually what the voters are looking for, uh, Warren. I, I think that's what's going to get them on the electoral map mm. or on the electoral radar. Rather than um, I, I think we've, we've seen before in, in other circumstances, it doesn't matter whether we're talking about economic problems or social problems or you know justice problems, whatever it is that's rating on the political radar uh, just isn't served well for voters, irrespective of what side of politics is in opposition if the opposition is only complaining about the same thing the voters are complaining about. I mean, mm. voters are generally looking for solutions. So mm. that's the challenge for the opposition now. Somebody knows who be- about a sort of intense hatred during their time in office is Jeff Kennett because it was quite, um, he was quite a forceful and uh, a domineering leader in his day. He's kicked himself a bit of an own goal over the weekend on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I, I had to have a giggle. Um, <laughs> having a read it, it couldn't help himself. So he piled on with the business groups, of course, yesterday, demonstrating that either he can't spell or perhaps he was just giving us some more evidence that he was a bit flustered over the whole thing. He tweeted yesterday, encouraging businesses to open seemingly regardless of the lockdown. Uh, he said that the Premier should throw us all in jail, you know, if we if we reopen our businesses. He actually typed throw as through, yeah. though. I so wonder if he threw us all in jail. And it can't be a tense issue because it would be THREW then. So it, yeah. it's just, um, he's just got too excited and shot it off. Well, that's uh, that's right. I mean, the other aspect of that is he, he was essentially encouraging people to, to break a law yeah. know, by, by yep. reopening when they shouldn't. Yet in the same tweet, he was calling the Premier a criminal. Yes, exactly. Well, that would be criminal behaviour in if itself. These, if these figures of zero cases continue, the trend continues, I wonder how public opinion of uh, Dan Andrews will change thinking, okay, well, maybe we did get through it. Mm. Sadly, the only thing yeah. that's going to save Dan, and I don't want this either, is that if McGowan's numbers go through the roof or, or the, our northern neighbours or another state who let out early, mm. their numbers go up. I think that um, he's, he's very much sailing his own race. And yeah. I think that he's... I mean, he has remained absolutely true to not looking very outside steadfast. of his own state. I think it's gone on too long. We've certainly got texters in right now, including Danny, saying, don't you think people are getting tired of the just mm. a little longer over and over again? Well, I think that's ended, Danny. I think he's, he's set a firm yeah. date. I don't want to be in lockdown. I know that none of my family do, and I'm sure as hell Dan Andrews doesn't. I couldn't agree more with all, with all of those comments, Steve. But, I mean, where you started there is where I would pick up on something, and that is that, yes, absolutely, the public were completely over it. And if, if you're walking around Melbourne not realising that, well, you're just not walking around Melbourne. I mean, you know, yeah. wherever mm-hmm. you go, people are telling you they're over it. Dan Andrews was certainly hearing that. Now, he's, back to what Warren was saying earlier, though, he's relied on the numbers, or at least that's what he tells us. He's relying on the numbers. 
He's announced another significant stage of reopening today, which is going to alleviate a lot of the frustration. It's not a full reopening, but we're starting to now get down to the business end of proceedings where we can see some of the things come back that we've been desperately missing. Now that that's happening, and again, I'm looking ahead two years now, from about now, to the next election, there's a lot of money to be spent. Mm. There's a lot of rebuilding to be done. There is every chance that Dan Andrews could become the most, most popular Premier in the country mm. yet again. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he's pushing for the latest possible election that he can call, and that is probably that date you've suggested is as far out as we can call it. Uh, well, they're fixed terms in Victoria, oh, so well, I can tell go. you it'll be the last weekend in November, two oh, years from now. Great. Well, that's plenty of time for us all to forget, and we're idiots, remember? As a people, (laughs) we will forget. Uh, Richard Foster, we don't even have time to push on to the craziness of the US election or the the nutsity of what's happening in the city of Melbourne because we're plum out of time and I've got to push on. But thank you so much for your Foster report. How about we do it again this time next week? I'm sure there'll be stuff to talk about. I'll I'll, I'll make some time for you, Dee. Thanks so much. Thanks, Richard. Thanks, Richard. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community radio station, Joy 94.9. For more podcasts or to support Joy by becoming a member, donating or subscribing, head to joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.